welcome to This is what we've been talking about. <laughs> yes, we Back are. Back at it. We're here we are. We're talking about it. We're talking everything. about everything. Everything. <laughs> All sorts of good stuff. Only about men though. About yeah. how we can change the world. Yep. Back to where it should be. Exactly. <laughs> to the Viking days. Vikings. <laughs> Valhalla. <laughs> Ragnar Lothrop. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever his name was. Man, can you imagine living in those times, man? You don't oh, know if you, you don't know if you're gonna eat. You don't right. know if you're gonna live. Right. You don't know anything. And it's like if somebody if somebody crosses you, like you have to kill them. Otherwise, yeah. you're look you're looked at as weak. Or he's gonna kill you eventually if he doesn't right there. <laughs> right. Exactly. And we, th- and we think we have it tough as men now, uh, dude. That that was uh, those were hard. Some hard hard times. Navigating the sea. Yeah, build, and b- build a boat. Yeah, building a boat that doesn't sink back in those days, right? right. Without yeah. the without the materials and out the knowledge that you have now, right? And and having the balls to jump in that boat and go out in the open sea, right? For a chance to explore, you know, new lands that yeah. might might bring you fortune or whatever. It might it might be something advantageous for you and your clan, but. You know what? What a risk. I mean, but what else? What else? What other choice do you have? You know what I mean? It's like it's out of necessity, isn't it? Well, I think sometimes it was, but I think sometimes it was out of just you know, kind of curiosity. Explore, yeah, curiosity. You know, this exploring type mentality of, or even this conquering mentality, Mm. right? Because some of them were like they knew that there were people in those lands but they're but they thought well we we could take take over them take you know and then we can we can take all their stuff their money their resources everything take over the land farm the land expand our territory yeah because back then it wasn't about like there was no morals (laughs) right it was a different set of morals it was like uh, that was just how it was right and everybody knew it everybody played by the same rules oh here comes somebody i gotta fight them yeah Yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny as we're sitting here kind of talking about this and thinking about it, you know, and how frustrated you and I get with today's culture and things going on and how, how hard it is for men. And I don't think, you know, talking about these traditional cultures and these different things that definitely had it in some regard harder than, than we have it. I don't think that takes away how hard it is to be a man. Now I think it makes it different, you know, but, but man, like, yeah. it's pretty cool to reflect on on the, that back then. You know, it was, whew. dude. I, I don't have, know, man. Have you have you've been camping? I mean, so yeah. like go camping for the weekend or even a week or something somewhere, and you're bringing your food with you in a cooler. You know what right. I mean? You got some beers with you or whatever. Okay, you got to make a fire, but you got fire starter probably or a lighter. Right. right. You know, you got all this stuff. And, uh, and, and at the end of the week or the weekend, you're like, man, I can't wait to get home. Right. Yeah. I, Cause it's hard, but if that's right. all, you know, is right. it hard? Well, that, that's just it. You know, so, so, you know, we, we could make fun of each other for saying, well, oh my gosh, <laughs> we have it so easy. You know, we, we don't camp, we glamp, you know, stuff like that. But the reality is that's kind of just because of technology and different things that have advanced in cultures, you know, that's where we're at today. It's not our fault. You know, like yeah. if we grew up in that culture, the Viking culture, or, you know, the, the culture of the, you know, the settlers in the 1800s and those kinds of things, you know, okay, it would be different and we would be doing those things, but we haven't had to. And I think it's cool to have some of those skills and, 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 and learn some of those skills for yeah. God you know, God forbid there's a situation where, you know, we go back in time and have to yeah. know those skills, but you know, I mean, it could I, happen. It, so could. Def- it definitely could happen. So, yeah. you know, we're all kind of animals. We have to be able to, to, uh, to, 
do for ourselves. I mean, right now everything is kind of done for us as far as like food and whatnot, you know, we don't kill our food. Exactly. And if you know what, man, if like something crazy did happen and we were in a situation like that, again, the strong survive. I mean, that is, that's a true statement, you know, and you know, some people would die off. Think about how many men would die off. Like if we had to produce our own food and honestly, it might be a struggle even for guys like you and me right in the beginning until we kind of adjusted to the situation and and, and were able to, you know, and, and the thing that would make it hard would be, it's not like it would just be all of a sudden you and me looking for food. Yeah. Be everybody looking for food. Yeah. You know what I mean? So even if you're good at it, you got, it's going to be, the odds are not good because there's thousands, you know, million, everybody looking for food. Which is why it can break down and be like, well, I'm going to kill this other dude because he's trying to take my stuff. Yeah. I don't have any doors to lock. Right. So so I better be strong enough and uh, vigilant enough to take care of this stuff. But here's the other thing. Like, think about it. uh, You know, all all the stuff we have to deal with nowadays are, are, you know, parents are older and you got to take care of them and all this stuff. Right. Dude. Nobody's living past 40, 50, right? You're living in a cave. Yeah, it didn't happen a lot back then. So these are different types of circumstances that we're faced with. Yeah. You know, and it's 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 interesting. You know, it's 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 definitely changed a lot over the last, you know, couple centuries of of time, but you know, I think each you know, I think each situation has its own difficulties, just they're just different. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I still struggle with a lot of stuff, man. I mean, we all do. So we just got to like buckle down and do what men do. Back in the Vikings, men uh, provided for their families, like physically had to go out and hunt and and kill people and defend themselves and all that stuff. And we're kind of, we're doing that now, just in a different way. Yeah, in a different way. We still protect and provide, right? Our Our provision might be working to make money to provide. Yeah. And our protection still kind of the same. Thankfully, in culture, we don't need to have the same kind of protection as we used to have. But, you know, and at least for you and I, where we live, it's safe for the most part, you know, and yeah. we, we don't have to. It's not, you know, there's not outlaws running around like trying to hurt people too much. But, you know, so, I mean, we're still kind of got our eyes peeled and making sure our family's safe. And but it, it's different. But the 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 things that men do don't change. It's still provide and protect. It's just different, <laughs> dude. I was uh, I didn't get to watch any football today, you know, because yeah. <clears throat> you know I was telling you before, yeah, you know, soccer game. My daughter had a soccer game, and you know, just doing stuff. And I decided today to put up lights. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna say Christmas lights. But there, yeah, yeah, because on this podcast, we say Merry Christmas. It, oh, oh, absolutely. It ain't holiday lights. No, it's it, not Christmas lights. It's not season's greetings lights. No, it's Merry Christmas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're going to we're going to push that from now. Yeah. Until December 26th. Yeah. We're signing off with Merry Christmas, everybody from now. <laughs> For the next three months. <laughs> when people say happy holidays to me, I, yeah. I say Merry Christmas until like, like almost to annoy them, like multiple times. Somebody just says keep saying it. Yeah. Somebody says happy holidays to me. I just, I just go, fuck you, dude. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I do the same thing. I say Merry In Christmas. In your head. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But. Exactly. But remember as men, we have self-control. So you know, that just, that just goes off in our head. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's internal dialogue. You know what I mean? It's not meant to be heard, except for well, okay. Well, that's why I'm saying aside. it here because you know we're all yeah. men listening to this stuff. We and we talked about being vulnerable, right? But yeah. in all reality, that's part of being a man is learning how to control yes. things like that. You know, and I think there's a time to confront people and a time to challenge people and a time to just kind of swallow something and almost like give them your side of it by saying the Merry Christmas after they say the happy holidays and walk away, you know, yeah. like, so that's right. I mean, it, it's, it's picking your battles. Yeah. It's a not good skill to learn. Has, not everything has to be, you know, guns out. 
But think about that for a second. You know, Alan, like in, in culture today, everything is, you know, uh, everything is a, a battle, a fight, uh, a challenge, an opposition, uh, a guns ablaze. And like, you know, you say something to offend somebody and it's a fight, man. You know, people, people have zero. Well, again, that's why we're doing this. But people have zero capability of reining in and being self-controlled reigning in their emotion and processing and saying, you know, maybe, maybe I'll give this guy the benefit of the doubt, or maybe just, it's not worth, you know, getting into some sort of altercation over. Yeah. You know, I I find myself sometimes, man, you know, I got to be better with this. Here's something I need to be better with is when somebody does something stupid or something that seems like they're kind of coming after me or aggressive, mm. you know, it could be something as stupid as, I don't know, they, someone cuts you off in traffic or someone's rude to you in some like, you know, you know, Walmart's, li- you know, uh, line checkout line, or, you know, just the, the, the day-to-day things that we face with other people in social situations. Right. And I get, pretty angry about some of that stuff. Cause you know, your, your dad and my dad and our families raised us to be respectful to other people, you know, (laughs) and you know, yeah, that's just it just to be respectful to other people. But I struggle sometimes because I get so angry because people are so rude now. And we've talked about this, how they're like so selfish and it's a me first. We've talked about that, how me first society, but the thing I really need to start to focus on a little bit better is Maybe try to think for a second and say, who knows what's going on in that person's life right now? Yeah. You know, like, who knows? Did they just have a loved one die? Did they just lose their job? You know, and maybe not. Maybe that's like giving them too much, you know, kind of grace or, you know, um, giving them too much credit. But I think there's got to be some room for that sometime, too. And just say, you know what? Maybe they're having a bad day. Well, you're right. I mean, I, I, I've said this on the podcast before. I tell my kids that all the time. Somebody's bullying or acting a fool, you know, maybe something's going on at home and they're, they're taking that and acting out. Right. It's the same yeah. thing, really. Yeah, but, you're right. You know, uh, something that I've, man, you know me a long time. And the last couple of years, man, I, I really have gotten into this sort of a lot calmer. Mm hmm. Uh, mentality. I still get mad. I mean, I mean, sure. But, but in this, given the same situation uh, now, as I would have been say 10 years ago, right. I would have given it to somebody hard, completely different. Yeah. And you're right. And now, you know, and we talk about that calmness in the situation Mm -hmm. and uh, something about it makes me feel like internally for me, I let it go. Like, whatever dude you know that's that's what i see or hear in my head of me telling myself is like somebody cuts in front of me or cuts me off gives me the finger i'm like whatever man yeah it's it's almost like i'm above that like it's almost like i look at that that person that individual is like you're the one with the problem man well and 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 you're probably right with that they probably are the one with the problem you know they're the one one that's gonna have a problem yeah (laughs) It's just so hard to get there. And, know, you know, sometimes, sometimes, I, sometimes I get it right. And sometimes I don't, you know, and, and so it's kind of like always things to be working on, but yeah, I, uh, you know, natural maturation helps with that. Right. Like you said, yeah. you're not in the same place as you were 10 years ago. No. Neither am I with that kind of stuff. It's kind of funny. Like I was, I was watching some football today with my, with my son, he's, he's 10 and this is the first year he's really gotten into football. And, awesome. uh, yeah. So like, we're really passionate about our team and like, you know, you know, we, we give up five yards on a play on defense and you know, he, my son's pissed. Like our defense sucks. Like we're not doing good. And I'm like, we're and in my head. I'm, I'm worried too. And I'm into it. I, I feel the same way he does in my head. Right. But at this stage of my life, I can keep my mouth shut. Yeah. So I'm kind of trying to teach him like, all right, buddy, listen, you know, like, we, we want to give up zero yards, but that's not going to happen. Right. So let's, let's try to, you know, so I'm trying to teach him things hmm. 
you know, so that his approach is better than mine was at his age, you know, and that's what yeah. we hope for our kids, right? Like that, yeah. that they're better than us in every aspect, right? Want, you know, and yeah, I want my kids to have that calmness that I have at 51 as they do uh, that they will have hopefully at 14 or 15, maybe. I mean, can you imagine that kind of advancement? And the other thing is, is that, I know. Uh, you know, that something that I learned from growing up with my brother. Yeah. I have, I have two brothers, but my younger brother is the closest to me and we're very competitive and over the years and something that my brother has always had is the stone face. Okay. It does not show the emotion, right? He, ha so he has that. He has that. Okay. All right. Okay. And, and it drove me nuts as a kid. <laughs> it drove me nuts. You know, hated it. Yeah, yeah. You hated, hated it. I wanted to, I wanted to get him riled up so bad. And he saw that him being calm or at least the outward appearance of being calm uh, got me more riled up or pissed. That's awesome. Right. So when you talk about like, uh, as a competitive, uh, situation, and if you're just calm and you're like, you know, you just kind of stone face and, and just do your business. It makes the other person think, what is he thinking? Yeah. Is he, is he confident? Is he messed up in the head? Does he, is he doubting himself? Like, What's going on? And then that turns himself into yeah. somebody yeah. who can't concentrate on the game or the yeah. task. And I think, think about like these guys, at least, you know, from a Hollywood standpoint, think of like some of the like movies, TV shows, things you've watched where you watch this guy and he's just the most awesome guy, you know, tough, right? He, he he's not talking a lot of smack. No, he's kind of keeping his mouth shut. Yeah. And just giving those looks that you're talking about. Yes. So like, you know, we talk about like being a man, you know, and a lot of times people, you know, men might misinterpret that as, Oh, I got to get aggressive, both verbally, physically, whatever. Yeah. I think it's the opposite. A lot of times. I think so too. I mean, you know, from my own experience, I, I gained absolutely zero from going off by seeing my brother be stone faced. I'm like, I'm just, yeah. just yeah. Even getting even more mad, I you know? know, and then I lose my concentration. I'll lose the game. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, uh, that's controlling yourself. And I didn't learn that for a long time. dude. Oh man. And I still have struggles. Like you said, like yeah. you're out and about doing stuff and somebody in your mind wrongs you right it's a rare thing i think that somebody's like looks at you and be like i'm wrong in you right now what are you right. gonna do about it and nobody's really doing that well, a lot of it yeah. isn't your own interpretation about what's going on sure i think at least yeah. in my in my experience yeah so somebody cutting in line are they looking at you going i'm cutting in front of you f you <laughs> <laughs> or are you just thinking that? <laughs> well, I don't know if they think about it, you know, preemptively, but I do think that they going back to like how we've talked about this or at least made mention of it a few times about how in culture today, it's a me first society. Right. I think we've become so me first in the society that we push ourselves to front of lines mm. regardless of, you know, what, who we may be cutting or what, what certain, what consequences, you know, are what, what consequences we have be, by doing that. Right. You know? So I think with that me firstness, we do it without even realizing it, you know? And so I don't think it's like, like I said, I don't think it's uh, something that's thought about ahead of time. I think we just, Oh, I'm, I'm going to try to get as close as I can to the front of the line. Yeah. And then you yeah. realize, I mean, how many times I've done that? And then how the many times line at the concert? Yeah. And then, how, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then how many times you realize like, oh shoot, I just like cut these people. And then I, then you feel bad. Yeah. You know? So, so we can all fall victim to yeah. that me first mentality. Yeah. And it's hard because then you have to think about it today and say, 
well, if I don't do that, everyone else is going to do that. Right. I'm going to be way in the back. Yeah. So it almost forces you to kind of say, man, do I, do I have the same behavior as everybody else? So I don't get left in the dust. I, I don't know, dude. It's exactly what happened in the Viking time. Okay. If you don't go after that food aggressively, then somebody right. else is going to snag it all. Yeah. I mean, that's what it comes down to, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I, and I feel, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot going on there. You know what I mean? When it comes to like, uh, I don't know. Um, feeling like you're, you're being the aggressor and coupling that with being a nice in society. I mean, that's mm. a fine line in there, man. Isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and because of how people are, yeah, because of how people are today, it makes it really, really hard to know the right amount of each side of that to push, you know, how, how much, how much aggressive aggressiveness do I push versus how much kind of controlledness do I put, you know, do I keep and right. it's something that we, 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 we battle, but you know, if we can change culture overall and we can get people to just kind of be kinder and think about other people sometimes before themselves, you know, if that shift occurs, yeah, then it'll be easier to navigate those issues, but <laughs> just we'll be calm out there. Everybody yeah. just calm down. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, come on, man. I well, mean, and you know, and think about it. Why are we all in a hurry? I mean, there's so many right answers to that, but yeah. Okay. 50 years ago, was everybody in as much of a hurry as they are today? No, they weren't. Sure. I don't think so. I don't yeah. think they were. I, dude, you remember being a kid. Yeah. I wasn't in the same hurry I was in 1985 to 19 <laughs> or to 2000. Those 15 years. Were you in as much of a hurry as you are now? No, because I had nothing to do and nowhere to be. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's like we've jam packed our lives you know, so full of things that right. it's, we don't have minutes or seconds to spare. Yeah. You know, and that's a problem. I came from a time and you probably remember this too. Um, well, excuse me, where there was, <laughs> whoa, uh, where there was, um, no remote control to the TV. Yeah, I remember that. I was sitting one time in the living room watching my uh, w watching TV with my dad, and uh, the girls were at church or something. Yeah. Okay, and um, my little brother was in his room, like on the other side of the house. So my dad goes, "Hey, go get your little brother." I was like, "Oh, he's in trouble." You know, so I ran back there, I ran back to the, to the room. And I was like, dad wants you. And I ran back to the living room and I sat on the couch, just waiting for the show. I was waiting for my dad to yell at him for something that he did wrong. I was, I was sure of it. I was so sure of it. And when he came into the room, my dad goes, turn the TV to channel nine for me. <laughs> Why didn't he have you do it? He wanted to make the well, little guy do it. I didn't realize it for like 30 years until I had kids. And he just wanted to know what my little brother was doing. Yeah. And he didn't want to get up and go to the room. So he had me go get him. It's brilliant. And bring him in. Yeah. Wow. I was, I, I mean, it, it baffled me for 30 years. That's so I funny. I had no idea. Uh, but I don't know why I said that story, but uh, mainly because we, you know, we just got it easy, dude. We got remote control now. We got TV well, yeah. on our phone. 
Come on. Yeah, I mean, in that technology has made. Well, that's what I was kind of getting at too. With we've jam packed our schedule oh, yeah. so full of things, right. right? Because technology has made things that used to take a long time so much yeah. easier that we have more time. Right. But what do we do with the more time? We fill it full of other things. Yeah. Whereas we probably shouldn't do that. Listen, I I was when we're both in healthcare, right? And so when yeah. COVID hit. And everything was shut down for a while. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like for a long time, I was busier than ever at work and at home. Right. And it hasn't let up. I yeah. remember having time, you know, during the day to do stuff or every once in a while, but now it just seems like I got no time, man. Why? Yeah. Even us who I think we have a better handle on time management and not filling our lives up too yeah. full. Right. Even us, like, I feel like, you know, you get home from work each night or each day and you're, you're, you're like, first of all, you're roasted from the day. You don't have a whole lot of energy. <laughs> you know, you might be able to knock off one thing off your list that evening. Right. And then it's just kind of like, you know, relaxing and then heading in, heading to bed for the next day. Yeah. So then, you, you know, most of the significant work gets done on the weekends and then, you know, if you plan things on the weekends with friends or your kids activities, go somewhere, go do something, whatever, it, it, it just doesn't it's take over. much time to not have any time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that's what, where people get into trouble and, and, um, <clears throat> I think another part of, uh, being a man is to be able to time management, um, is is to have that time management skill? Yeah, uh, it, it came and, and it, it came quickly for for you and I because we worked in emergency medicine. You have to have efficiency, yeah. <clears throat> time management skills. I I think we both had it even before that. Anyway, that's but, what I was going to say. I think we both had it before that, but a lot of that again comes from having a good father, good mother, yeah, you right. know, and just that kind of an upbringing, right? Right. But it's, uh, it's, it's not being, uh, you know, a procrastinator, you know, right. getting stuff done. So it's off of your plate. Yeah. The, the, you'd be surprised how many things when they're hanging over your head, weigh you down. Yeah. I'll give you an example. I had, uh, I had to do this, uh, outside spigot that was, that was leaking. Yep. Been weeks, probably a month. I was like, I need to fix that thing. And uh, I didn't realize it until I fixed it that it was weighing me down, man. It was just yeah. another weight on my shoulder. It yep. may not have been a big weight, but it was a weight. It's There's just always you know, something. Yeah, Whatever list of things you got to do, just take one of them and get it off of your list, man. I have people complain to me all the time professionally. Yeah. That they lack motivation to do things. And I, it drives me insane hmm. because how do you not have motivation to do things? I mean, I got a, like you said, I got a list yeah, and there's things on it weighing me down. Yeah. And these people that say they lack motivation. I mean, it's one thing if you're clinically severely depressed. Okay. Right. But, but those people aren't as common as you think, you know, everyone complains they're depressed. Most people aren't depressed. Most people just lack the appropriate coping skills to manage day-to-day stress and to keep themselves moving and, and motivated and doing things and, and you know, scheduled and, and good time management. That's really what a lot of it comes down to. Most people aren't clinically depressed or severely right. depressed. Right. You know, there's some and those people, that's a different situation. But the majority of people just lack the ability to cope with our day-to-day stressful situations. It's so simple, man. If you have something to do and you don't get it done, okay, this is a very simple, small aspect of the whole thing. But for me personally, if I have something on my list, things like, oh, man, I really have to do that thing. And it's and I don't do it. And it's it's kind of like, well, I didn't do it today, but maybe I had time, but I was maybe a little bit tired and mm-hmm. I put it off and you put it off. You do kind of feel bad about yourself for <laughs> yeah, not you doing do. it. 
Yeah, you know. You do. And and if you have people in your life, they're going to make you feel bad about doing it. Not yeah, doing it too. But anyway, but the point is, is that once you do it, you feel better about it. There is a little bit of a lift, right? Even a simple thing, man. Putting dishes away, yeah. Lift, and that's the thing. These people that complain of not being, you know, motivated or you know, being depressed or not being able to do anything. It's like start with something so simple and just accomplish it. Accomplish something. It can be putting dishes away. It can be something Make your even bed. smaller than that. Exactly. Make your bed in yeah. the morning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing better than coming home to a made bed. <laughs> I never make my bed, by the way. I just want to put that out there. Yeah, but, well. But someone's you know. making your bed. <laughs> it just ain't you. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we all have our roles and things that we do right yeah that's true that's true so well, listen man uh go ahead. go ahead let's talk a little bit real quick yeah uh about last week a little bit and then we'll kind of head into like a little bit of this week's stuff that was a hell of an intro yes that was good <laughs> um and then we'll we'll wrap it up after that what how's that sound yeah yeah absolutely go ahead so, I mean, last week we kind of continued our kind of series, if you want to call it that, on like woke, mm-hmm. woke culture, wokeism. Um, and we were talking a little bit about kind of different areas where females have kind of pushed themselves into like kind of male roles. Is that, yeah. is, is that, is that right? Yeah. You know, um, like, uh, you, you, you kind of. Square peg in a round hole kind of thing. Doing it for the sake of feminism or right in that particular case. Right. Sure. Sure. And we talked about a lot of different things, you know, uh, women and, you know, sports announcers. We talked about, did we get into kind of how girls had pushed their ways into the boy scouts? We talked about that, right? Yeah. Yeah, A little bit. bit. Yep. And just, you know, we're we're not the types of people we're we are not male chauvinists we love women women are incredible beings inc- an incredible species they are so valuable and have so many amazing traits and you know they they bring so much to society and relationships and mm-hmm. and all those things but they're not the same as men no they're not the same. Like, like you have said before on this podcast, at least a couple of different times, we have to embrace the differences between our yeah. genders. Yes. That's, that's the bottom line. And you can be all of those things I just mentioned. All those things that women are that we, that we just talked about and not be, not be men, but not necessarily. That doesn't mean that we think you're less than us. No. And I think some of it, some of this, uh, and let me just throw this out there. Yeah. Some of this is uh, men roles are glorified in Hollywood, right? The right. guy that beats everybody up and is the hero and all this stuff, right? Yeah. That, that maybe has uh, uh, bred some jealousy in the female world that we're just as good. And instead of being a situation where uh, it's the female uh, uh, strengths, strengths are, (laughs) are lauded. They want to take over the roles of males in in certain situations. And I think that that's misguided because strengths of women are not the strengths of men and vice versa. Right. And yeah. it doesn't mean one gender is better than the other. No, it just means we have different strengths. Absolutely. They're both, they're both equally valuable. They really are. Listen, they're man. just different. Uh, there's not a guy out there that wouldn't want to have tits <laughs> <laughs> for a day, you know? All right. No, just, I'm just, well, I was kind of thinking of some different strengths, but Hey, I mean, I can't fault you for that in- analysis. <laughs> All right, that's fifteen-year-old Alan talking. Yeah, he's not—he's not all gone yet. <laughs> well, anyway, so yeah. kind of talking about like you know women trying you know f- kind of the feminist movement pushing into yeah. male territory, and rather than just you know 
celebrating and honoring and putting a focus on the things that they are way better than men at. They, like you said, essentially try to take the things that the, the roles and the things that we do well, and they try to kind of take, take over those things. And it just doesn't work. It doesn't work yeah. because it's not, it's not meant for them. It's not the, it's not, it's not, it's not their strengths. You know, so that's kind of what we were talking about. And, you know, it's funny, like this week thinking about, you know, our, this podcast and what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> Another example came up to me of uh, I'm going to share it with you real quick All right. um, of women kind of stepping into the man role and how woke culture has pushed that in our faces. Can, can I just pause it real, real quick right there? Yeah. The, yeah. the thing I want to, the point I want to make right now is that yeah. I'm not pissed that women are doing these things. I'm pissed that it's, that it's wedged in and shoved down our throats. Like it's supposed to be normal. Uh, it, it doesn't yeah. fit naturally is the thing that I'm upset about the most. Right. But go ahead. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. So this week, like I said, another example of women trying to it's in, in these freaking media corporations and they drive me nuts with this woke crap. So here's the example. All right. I don't think you've seen the movies because we talked about this last time I was hanging out at your house and I'm like, you haven't seen those movies. You got to watch them. Uh, so, OK, if you haven't watched these movies. You don't know what you're missing. And listen, here's your homework assignment, Alan. All right. This All right. week, you need to watch. There's two movies. There's a sequel. Okay. Right. An original and a sequel. And if. Okay. Here's the other thing. Listeners, if you haven't watched these movies, watch these movies this week. Because you want to see a bad, bad man in a movie. I'm going to give you some example. I'm going to give you an example. <laughs> Trolls. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the movie, the original, the first one, I don't know, a few years back came out called The Equalizer. Oh, yeah. Denzel Washington. All right. You're, I, I, yes, I haven't seen it yet, but I will. Denzel. Is that his last name? For some reason, that didn't sound right coming out like that. Denzel Washington? What is his name? Yeah, Denzel Washington. Okay. <laughs> You're right. Now that Didn't that sound weird for a second? Denzel because everybody just calls him Denzel. All right. So Denzel is in the movie, the equalizer came out a few years back. All right. He is one bad dude. All right. So he's like a retired, like special forces or spe you know, one of those kinds of guys with all sorts of skills. And it's incredible. It's, it's up there with taken man and Liam right. Neeson. I'm telling you. Okay. Okay. The equalizer. So Got then it. there was a sequel equalizer Two was awesome all right same thing denzel okay the man you gotta watch both of them they're incredible okay okay well so the I'll thing this week, week i will yeah please do so the thing that came out this week was not it didn't come out this week but kind of you know i just kept seeing in my head because there were some ads for a show there's a show called the equalizer which is based off those movies i've heard of the show too yeah yeah. You've seen it advertised. Yeah. It's based off of those movies. It's not Denzel, Denzel though, is it? It's not Denzel. It's uh, Queen Latifah. It's a woman. Queen Latifah is the main character. So they take this man who has all these skills and absolutely destroys everybody. And Hollywood had to put in a woman for the show. That's what you call woke feminism right there. Uh, it ruined it. I won't watch a minute of that show. I don't even want to watch the advertisements of that show. Uh, make a movie starring, you know, whatever woman and, and make her, you know, uh, make her uh, explore her, her strengths. Oh, yeah. Would you watch a movie that was, you know, whatever, uh, about a woman that was a badass. Of course, but come up yeah. with your own idea. Don't right. make it like the right. new version of right. right. 
Yeah. Like, like the newer Star Wars, you know, had the Jedi that was a woman and she was awesome. I loved it. I'm okay with that. Right. But, but this was trying to like, you didn't listen, man. There ain't no way to replace Denzel with Queen Latifah in any thing in life. I'm going to tell you this right now. Queen Latifah can't replace anybody. No. I mean, she might be able to rap better than Denzel, but that's about it. I don't even know about that. Probably not. I've heard her rap. (laughs) (laughs) And I've never heard him rap, and I bet you he can. (laughs) He's too cool to to rap, dude. That's true. He'd be in a rap battle with some rapper, and he'd just look at him, and they wouldn't be able to rap anymore. Right. So anyways, that was an example of kind of what we talked about last week. That is amazing. I, I forgot about that. I, I I knew that they when you told me about the equalizer a few weeks ago, a couple of months yeah. ago. Yeah. I do remember seeing the show thing, and I didn't put it together that it was Queen Latifah until just Yes, now. I know. I, I you know, this has been on my mind the last couple of weeks, and I'm like, that's a, a perfect example ruined of what it. I, of kind of what Alan was, you know, talking about last week and kind of what you had wanted to talk about in our podcast. I'm like, that's an example. So when we go over kind of, you know, reviewing what we did the week before, I'm going to bring that up because there you go. And that has, you know, that is a, a prime example of feminism in, in the woke culture because they pushed it to be a woman. And we've seen that everywhere in Hollywood. Oh, all yeah. these roles have to be women or, right. you know, they're pushing the, 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 the gay roles, you know, yeah. the homosexual yeah. population in our culture is like less than 5% ish. Oh. And, you know, in, in Hollywood and movies and shows, it's like 70%, you know? Dude. Okay. I don't know if your kids watch this, but my kids uh, just a couple of weeks ago was like, Hey, uh, let's watch uh, uh buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Did you see it? with your kids is it, at all is no? it is it his own movie or something yeah yeah no, I, don't so, think, I don't think we've watched it okay. well anyway in in this movie all right uh buzz lightyear is an actual it's a cartoon movie but it, yeah you know, he, you know i love the toy story the original toy yeah, story yeah. stuff yeah that's cool so yeah anyway buzz lightyear uh has this boss who's a female and um you know whatever but during the story, she gets married to a woman in the yeah. story. Yeah. I mean, okay. this is a kid's movie, folks. It, this is the indoctrination of. Yes. Of <laughs> uh, unnatural things. I'll, I'll say it. I don't care because it's unnatural, man. It's unnatural. I'm sorry. It is. People might not want to hear this, but, you know, back in the day, the DSM, which is the psychiatric Bible, essentially, right? The DSM and DSM three homosexuality was a mental disorder, you know, and the, you know, the woke mob from back in those days got it removed. Okay. All right. If you, if, if we want to say that it's not a mental disorder, okay, let's say I can even support that. But then the next step was you know, this transgendered movement, right? So they've already began changing the names of that in the DSM manual. It went from, you know, um, it went from like, well, it's still in there, but they changed the name in the newer DSMs. But you mark my words in the next decade that will be out of there as a mental illness because they'll want to normalize it. You know what's coming next? Go ahead. You know what's coming next? Okay, obviously, like that hasn't happened yet. So even the transgender thing, but that will be normalized. It will be removed from the DSM in in future. Good guess, but not not what I'm going to say. All right. Um, So the transgender thing will be removed. And in the future there, you can already see signs of it. If you're if you're paying attention and you're not just listening to MSNBC and CNN. Go ahead. And these mainstream terrible news organizations if you're listening to anything else the next thing that's going to be made normal is is pedophilia oh. you're already seeing it you're seeing the normalization of you know you have these you have these 
cross-dressing people doing story time with children and how we're supposed to think that that's okay. You know what, man? Being a man, you're supposed to be remaining calm. This is one <laughs> subject. I won't be calm with this. Not be calm about. And you know, here's the thing, man. If there's any progressives that are listening to this at some point, they'll say, "Oh, you're so, this is conspiratorial. This is not where it's going. We have no intentions of that." Let me tell you right now, those are lies. The truth is, that's exactly where this is all going, folks. It's not there yet, but you can see evidence of it already. The the ground is being laid. Well, it's evidence in uh, what we had planned to talk about today was the Vanderbilt uh, um, doing surgeries on kids. Yeah. Surge. Okay. Listen to this folks very carefully. Surgeries on kids to lop their dick off and create a vagina because a 12 year old thinks that they are a girl, different gender. Yeah. So, Vice versa. Come on, guys. So they got caught up with some like undercover videos basically saying that there was somebody high up in the organization saying that it was a big moneymaker, too. So this this wasn't just the there there was a woke part of this for sure. But there was also this like, hey, we can make money doing all these surgeries. Who cares if we're mutilating children? Because that's what's happening. Yeah. And who cares if we mutilate them and down the road, they, they have a poor outcome. Let me ask psychologically. Let let me ask you a question. Can a child get a nose job? No, I don't think so. Not without parental consent. Just because they don't like their nose. In other words, right. Right. So they're, they're choosing that. Okay. So the parent, I don't even think that's right. I don't think that's right because the child is not developed enough to make those decisions and nobody else should make those decisions for them. Here's the scary thing. You have a lot of stupid parents that would make that decision for them. Let them do it because they're beta males and woke moms. Yes. Yes. And that's if they have parents, traditional parents. And that's probably the bigger issue, right? Is that they don't have traditional parents. Mm. That would be interesting to find that out. Yeah. But let me go back even further. Yeah. And see what your take on this is. Goes back to the, to the very, very beginning, man. Circumcision. Is Mm. that right? You know what I mean? Like, so uh, this, if we're going to talk about like, quote unquote, mutilating, God made us without, with foreskin. Yeah. Uh, man, I don't know the, I don't know the answer to that because man, that's a tough one, but is it a medical necessity to do that? No, absolutely not. That's, that's become more of a kind of a a religious or cultural thing. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I don't think either decision harms anybody, though. No, and I think that might be the difference here. I think you're absolutely right. The bottom line is what's the psychological uh, uh, damage impact damage? Yeah. uh, Okay. later on, if I oh oh, man, I wish I had, you know, foreskin. (laughs) I mean, you're not going to you're not going to, you know. I don't think we even think about that because you just either have it or you don't. Yeah. And you just have what you have and you're okay with that. But yeah, changing genders, which first of all is chromosomally impossible. Right. Let's put that out there for a second. It's chromosomally impossible. Right. Because that's something that's not talked about. It's not. Listen, you, you can remove my genitalia. Yeah. And you can pump me full of the opposite genders, hormones, right? Okay. And I can even start to begin like that, begin to look like that opposite gender. But if you were to take a sample of my skin cells and do a karyotype, what would you find? You would still be male. Still male folks. Still X, Y chromosomes that you cannot erase bleach 
castrate, cut, implant, mutilate, yeah. implant, nothing. No, you can't. You know, and the thing that scares me with this, Alan, is like it'd be one thing if I okay, I could even get on board with some of this stuff. Maybe, maybe I could get on board with some of this stuff if it showed that it really helped people. Right. I still don't think I could get on board with it because it's absolutely insanity. But just just hear me out for a second. Yeah. All right. You could you could get on board with it more if it helped people. But do you realize that these people that, you know, mutilate their genitalia and change genders that their suicidality rate is no lower than 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 before they did all that stuff it's gotta be higher at least a lot of the time, same. it's the same and sometimes higher it's gotta there's be. a ton of, and there's a ton of regret in a ton of these people that transition that want to go back backwards but the media and culture buries that buries those people's testimonies bury buries everything they can about that it's one thing to do this as an adult. Okay. This is not even really what we're talking about. We're talking about kids here. <laughs> I know. I, I, I mean, that's a whole nother level of stupidity and insanity. Okay. Because kids have are impulsive. They are highly uh, um, impressionable, impressionable. Absolutely. And, with society now and the, all these shows and internet reels and whatever they're watching, it makes it seem like it's normal. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's what I want to do. Hey, listen guys, I wanted to be Sonny Crockett. Okay. Because I watched <laughs> Miami vice, but the, but the harsh reality is I'm not Sonny Crockett and I nope. never will be. I am nope. me yep. and I love me. Yes. And that's what's missing. And we with should these kids. That's what's missing in these kids is that yes, everybody is an individual is special and has something to contribute. Yeah. Again, they're, they're not realizing that somehow. Yeah, it's yes. And I, I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because you are so right, Alan, this all comes from a, a situation where, People don't love themselves and they want to be something that they're not. And right. where does that come from? Where do you get, where do you get the feeling that you love yourself, that you're an individual, that you're valuable, that you're, that you have a lot to offer, you know, that, okay, let's face it. You know, if you and I could change things about ourselves, we would uh, even physically, physically, emotionally, all sorts of things, right? Sure. Personalities. Yeah. But we still love ourselves and we're happy with what God gave us. Yeah. Okay. Where does that come from? That comes from the security of the family unit. That comes from your mom and your dad loving you and disciplining you and showing you and teaching you boundaries, showing you what's right and wrong. That's where it comes from. And that's why we started this podcast. Dude, for a long time, I came from not a, a broken home. My, my parents were together my whole upbringing yep. <clears throat> and I had moments of time, chunks of time where yeah. I didn't really like my hair or, yep. you know, how I was built and this yeah. and that and the other thing. But I, and I dreamed many nights uh, about being something or someone else. And sure. What and I that's did, from a good family. And that's, and that's from a good, good family. Home. Good yeah. home. Good uh, good upbringing and all that stuff. So I think yes. we all struggle with that. Yes. I don't yes. think there's one person on this earth that doesn't think that they aren't worthy at some point or another. And they, can't, sure. they can't be uh, – and they don't think that they can be somebody else. But in what I learned for myself, man, is that you can be somebody else. And the way that you do it is you work hard to be the person that you want to be. Yes. I want to change be who you are yes. by working hard, working hard at changing your behaviors, changing your thought patterns, yes. changing how you treat people. That's right. Working harder, but putting not, more time and energy in. But buddy, I, you know, obviously I, I was a red haired, curly haired kid, man. Yep. I did not want to have red hair, curly hair, man. I didn't. Yep. 
because society was telling me you got to be Sonny Crockett. You got to be <laughs> yeah. Rico Tubbs. Yep. You know, if you're black, <laughs> Yep. but yep. at some point you embrace what you got. Embrace so, what you have and you just take it and run with it. So not once did I want to get hair plugs and get blonde, long hair. Not yeah. once, not once. But what I did was I started playing drums because I idolized Phil Collins and yeah, you know, I, I you found things you were good at. Exactly. You found things you were good at. You found things you enjoyed right. and you embraced them yes. and you took them and you ran with them. Yes. And it gave you an identity. Right. But, and that's where the upbringing comes into it instilled within me the power to find that drive. Yeah. And the society now is more about, oh, you don't like what you, you can just, you know, you can just change it. You, know, you don't right. have to work through anything. You can just, yeah. you know, they'll just give it to you. Well, and I do think that there are people that didn't have what you and I had, man. No, absolutely. Didn't have parents that loved no. each other and loved uh, our, the kids like they loved us. And so yeah. I think there's room it's there harder. for us to kind of have some you know, grace for those people that didn't have that, of course, but also to encourage them and try to help them and say, you know what, tell them our stories, tell them what they can have and, and encourage them. Listen, you didn't have these things, but you are valuable. Let's find things that you can be yeah. successful at productive with. Right. And, you know, find a good identity for you. You know, what are you good at? Let's, let's do it. You're good at something. I promise you, everybody's good at something. Yes. And so let's, let's really focus on that and push those things and develop those things. And that would, that, that would solve a lot of these problems. I think a big key is that <clears throat> you're right. Looking inward and, and finding out, first of all, what do you like? Yeah. What do you like to do? What do you like to watch? Sometimes do you like that sports? takes a while. Do you like this? Do you like that? Yeah. And maybe you like it for six months and then you hate it. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, That's you, might, okay. you might you might go through three or four things till you find out what you what you really like or what you're really good at. Dude, I started playing trumpet. Yeah, Oof. I'm glad you're not playing that anymore. <laughs> Imagine I played trumpet in a band. No, we couldn't. <laughs> we couldn't be friends. But what if I was like really, really good, like Louis Armstrong, good? Man, you'd be like, that's I, I cool. guess I you know what I mean? It. Like, I guess I could embrace it, but it'd still be hard for me to think that's manly, even though it'd be amazing. Uh, yeah. So it that's one of those weird things. It, it, listen, even if it's not quote unquote uh, popular manly, thing, popular, but yeah. that's that's your skill, man. That's no, what all, you love. All jokes to do. aside, if I, you know, seriously, Alan, let's let, let's yeah. let's throw this out there for a all second because you yeah. know we're just kind of joking here. Yeah. But all seriousness, if you are talented at something, I respect that, mm. especially if it's something that I'm not good at. Which well, there's a lot that I'm not good at. So like if you're good at something that I'm not good at, boy, I got mad respect for you because I know it's something that I can't do. And I think, wow, look at that talent there. That's mm -hmm. great. Yeah, but it's not even about like uh, I have respect for it because, wow, you can do that. But also yeah. you didn't just do that this morning. Right. You put in the time. Of you, course. You were disciplined yes. to, to yes. work at it and do this and, right. and do it over and over and over again yeah, and drop sure. that whatever. Yeah. The stuff we've talked about, hard work yes. and dedication. And that's and the that's where the respect comes in. It's not sure. Uh, it's both, really. It is both because like some people are born with some natural talent that just blows you away. Yeah. And sometimes they don't even have to put in the work and you're just like your jaws <laughs> drop, you know? And so I think that can be both, but certainly, yeah. yeah, I agree with you, man. Like I love the hard working person even more probably, but I also think um, that it, it's, it's not you guys out there who are listening, you know, all four of you. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with that first of all you guys gotta start listening but anyway i was just gonna say it, uh, the guys out there that are listening do what you love to do yep. right you don't have to be major league level okay just do it because you love it yeah who cares 
Yeah. Okay, you're mediocre at it, but you yeah. work hard at it, and that's something to be proud of, man. Yeah. And that's that's uh, that internal uh, uh, accomplishment is is goes so far. Is there anything more valuable than than accomplishing things and feeling good about it and motive having allowing it to motivate you to accomplish more? I mean, that's just yeah. Yeah. You feel like you can do anything. So here's the thing, man. I think we got to wrap up today, but here's the yep. thing. Go we ahead. didn't even, there's so many things I wanted to touch on today. Like we didn't even really get into this Vanderbilt thing. So let's, yeah. let's kind of even get into that a little bit more next week. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought we should also even talk about like Aaron judge hitting a 62nd home run, dude. And there's, there's a lot of different thoughts on that. Yeah. You know, some people are, okay. are, what a big deal. Okay. He's the AL. Like, you know, it's the AL. When did we give awards for just like the AL and NL? All like, the time. Okay. But there's different thoughts on that. And then there's people saying, well, it's not really a record. Bonds hit it. And then there's people saying, well, yeah, all those guys that are ahead of Aaron Judge cheated and used steroids. There's so many different angles on I it. I think we should talk, talk about that. I cannot wait to talk about it. I have all right. So, so next week, we'll talk about Aaron Judge in that yep. scenario. Yep. I think there's a cool story with Aaron Judge for a second, too. Okay. A whole nother story. So let's talk yep. about him okay. hitting 62. Yep. But there's also this talk about how he was adopted at one day old. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's there, there's a little bit of a push there of, you know, the, the pro-lifers and the, and the pro-choicers are kind of saying, well, the pro-lifers are saying, man, you know, mm. his, his mom decided to, to give him life and look at, look at what it led to, mm. you know, and, and I think it's an interesting take. I mean, we don't have to get mm. super into those social issues, but I yeah. think it's something that's out there. Yeah. So there's okay. the Aaron Judge stuff. Yeah, we'll get into the Vanderbilt stuff a little bit more. Yeah, um, I think, and uh, you know, maybe some more sports stuff too, because you know it's getting getting serious with baseball and uh, <laughs> football season's getting getting rolling pretty good. But and we just got so much to talk about, man. <sighs> I can't even believe we got through this, man. We Not enough time. That's <sighs> it's unbelievable. All right, so here's what we're gonna do yeah. next week. We'll, we'll hit those topics. We're going to hit them hard. You guys be ready for this because there's going to be some controversial statements next week. It's going to get more controversial every week, folks. <laughs> you think this week was bad. Just wait until next week. <laughs> and if you want to be controversial, let's get you on our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And if you buy a commander's jersey, go fuck yourself. Who are the commanders? Commanders are XFL, dude. Yeah, they're like they're like my local high school football team. Yeah. I want the Redskins. <laughs> yeah, they're their semi-professional. Or who circuit. are the Guardians? I want the Indians. <laughs> Come on, man. I don't Guardians. even know who these teams are. The Guardians, dude. What a joke. It's woke cultures. There you go. Everything. There you go. Yeah. We could spend, we could do eight hour podcasts, 365, 24, seven, whatever. Dude, I was thinking, wokeism. I was thinking about the Redskins today, just real quick. And I know we're going to yeah. end this. I was thinking about the Redskins today. Okay. And how they're now the commanders. Okay. And I was just thinking back and I could see RFK stadium, the real grass. It's a little chewed up. I see Joe Theismann and. John Riggins, all those guys. And dude, there was a I, toughness to all that. I, I, I could just cry. Yeah, there was a toughness to that. They just killed them, man. I mean, they were already dying but, because of Snyder. But yeah, but here's the thing, man. That's a good point. You let a little bit of wokeism in. Yeah. You give them less than an inch. You give them like one sixteenth of an inch right they take they take a hundred miles i mean yeah. it's not and so all of a sudden you go from this organization that has super bowls and the toughness and the yeah. hogs right and just all that stuff yeah and you kind of just you kind of castrate them in a yeah. way yeah they're non-binary <laughs> <laughs> whatever that even means i know they got they got no testicles they what does that not mean? 
I don't know. I gotta look it up. Cisgender (laughs) non-binary. What does that mean? I don't know, dude. I really have no. (laughs) I don't care either. All right, so we got a good plan for next week. Let's 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 hammer that out and um, yeah, man. Go from there, man. (laughs) Uh, Yet again, killer fucking podcast man let's do it i love it all right till next week good week everybody yeah yeah enjoy it yep kill it do do something finish something something. off the list all right that's right all right later bye